Hi folks, welcome to another Super Magic Combo Break Time, and off we go. <laughs> that was that was very Mr. Dress Up-y. Excellent. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to put some high energy music before that. We have to be energetic now. Can we preview it? No, that's impossible. <sighs> I want to hear it now. <laughs> I need energy. Just... <laughs> okay. Okay, let's start. We're, we're deep in this now. What the hell are we talking about today? No, that's what he said. She can't be deep in this now. He has to be deep in this now. Pegging? Does it matter? It's a terrible joke. <laughs> oh, boy. See, this, wouldn't this be greater, Kathleen, if we had video of you? Oh, ah, okay, well, <laughs> okay, just give me a second here. I don't... Oh, now it's going to take like half an hour. It is not going to take like a half stuff. hour. Jesus. <laughs> It could. You don't know the size of the new Skype file. See, the thing is, I've been using Skype on my phone. That's why it doesn't do the camera. I don't think it can actually has the capacity to do it with three other people. I have the capacity to do it with three other people. (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. That was a prime setup. If no one capitalized on that, I would have been disappointed. (laughs) So, my video still doesn't want to do it. That's fine. But you guys look awesome. Guilty. <laughs> oh my god. So what do we want to do today, guys? Did you guys, uh, uh, I don't know, did you guys have any ideas? We could follow the rest yeah. of the way in love, right? We could follow the rest of the way in love, or we can talk about other stuff. Isn't the end of the list, like, super depressing? I don't Probably. know. We can save that for a later date. We could. We could do it as the end of our Valentine's Day special. Ooh. I vote for a later, because I don't think I have the attention span for that right now. <laughs> okay, then I've got to think of something, because I, I just assumed we were going to continue. Okay, but figure I'll it out real quick. Yeah. Right quick, you can talk about making bread. I'm making bread. There you go. Both literally and figuratively making bread. I now understand what Eric meant about your arms, Matt. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I wish this was like a, a video podcast flat. so that everyone could see them. I like to think all the movies where Matt Damon needs to be rescued happen in the same universe. <laughs> Just keep getting into trouble. Where he's the same guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. Starts off in the war and then gets into the space program and goes to Mars and gets stuck there and then comes back and goes to a different planet, gets stuck there. I guess Somebody if he's really Benjamin Button, this could be his childhood, you know, all that stuff. Whoa. Matt Damon wasn't Benjamin Button. Was he not? No. Oh, yeah. That's why I didn't get the joke. It's not the same person. <laughs> I saw like uh, a piece, like a half-hour chunk of a Mission Impossible movie. Uh, it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman in it. I have no idea why he's in that, but he's like the villain. Do you guys? Did you ever see that? That is I saw the one. third one, I believe. The third one. There's that one bit where he's got. They knock Tom Cruise out, and they uh, put a thing in his brain that makes him. I don't know. They were using sort of like a mind control thing on it, on him, as I recall. But only thing I could think about is that they had this implant in his brain that makes him think crazy thoughts, like like I want to join Scientology or something. Oh, <laughs> that's how it happened. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman died before he could take it out. 
Yep. Mm. It's like office space. Oh, baby. So as I understand it, we're going to stop after having fallen halfway in love, and we're going to talk about other stuff this week. Yeah, we are. Yes. Because I can't, my heart can't hold any more love for you guys. <laughs> so now that we're halfway in love, are we closer to hate? Like, is this the stage where we're just like, uh, this guy's creepy. This is like the rem- moment in the romantic comedy where they still hate each other. Just before right. they, where their argument becomes lovemaking. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? I was trying to keep it classy. That? Really? <laughs> I said lovemaking. Lovemaking. Making love. I feel like I have seen that movie where there's the dude who's just an asshole who uh, keeps arguing with the lady and the lady uh, argues with him for a while but then gives in to like more domestic urges and like they start making out and they're okay and it's really shitty. Yeah, it's like every movie. It's like a blueprint. It's pretty stupid. It's really awkward. I hate it when they are like in the middle of an argument and then start making out. Yeah. I'm not convinced that's a thing. Yeah, I feel like that wouldn't happen. I should say, okay, so uh, Kathleen doesn't have video on right now. She's on her phone, so it's No, tricky. I actually I moved it to my laptop, and it still hasn't turned on, so. Okay, well, in any case, we can't see your face, but your uh, your profile picture, the picture you chose, just looks quizzical all the time and confused, so it looks like you're, like, offering commentary on everything we say. Just like, hmm, you guys really want to say that? Yeah, you're just constantly judging us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> So it's pretty much normal then. Who's typing? This is me. Sorry. You're the worst. Oh my god. <laughs> ruined Christmas. I did not ruin Christmas. Uh, Christmas to come. Christmas past. Okay, so we haven't talked to each other in like what? Two, three weeks? Oh, it's been longer than that, I think. Almost four weeks. Four weeks. Wow. And much has happened since then. Nah. Well, for you, what? most right, of all. From life. a car accident and a new job. <laughs> <laughs> These are pretty major life events. Yeah, okay, so can we talk about the car accident? Are our listeners allowed to know about this? I'm just curious what happened. They do now. It was snowy, and I was being dumb. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm going to slide around this corner. Oh, no. I'm going to try and <laughs> Oh, no. And I got about a foot into the corner... And thought, nope, this is not going well. Abandon ship. <laughs> and just started sliding straight into the divider. At which oh. point I said, okay, this isn't going to work. Maybe I can just drive over it. <laughs> also did not work. <laughs> it was a mess. Way to go. I hope you just abandoned your car there and went to work. <laughs> just right in the entryway to the parking lot. Yep. So no one could move. <laughs> And this is like four in the morning on a very deserted circle drive in Saskatoon, yeah? Thank God it was deserted. Because if there were people, I would have just like lay down in the snow. <laughs> you'd be like, no, guys, you didn't see there was a lot of ice. Oh, like you'd be embarrassed about the accident, I see. Yeah. Not like I was doing something stupid, just, uh, I don't know what happened. I just <laughs> flexed my arms and like the car like, jumped in the air. It has happened <laughs> I don't sometimes. know my own strength. It sucks. So yeah, that was a Tuesday morning too, so it's like I had the whole rest of the week to look forward to after that. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so how did you get to work the rest of the week? This is not an interesting conversation for anybody else, by the way, but for us. I borrowed my mom's car. I see. Where are you so living these days, if you don't mind me asking, Matthew? Me? My apartment? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Just assume yeah. he moved back home already? I just had no idea where he was living. It's only been like As if your life had undergone a full reset, you know? Oh. <laughs> you had a Take you back to six months somewhere. ago. <laughs> it's just if you looked at your life and you're like, well, this isn't working out. Go to menu, load game. <laughs> that needs to be a thing. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Good thing I kept that save from like 1995. Oh man, <laughs> I would love that was save. Two. Hey guys. <laughs> yeah. We've got yeah, an practice. email. Oh. Shut up. Shut from up. You shut up. Would you like to hear the email? Dear yes. Super Magic Combo Break Time. <laughs> I don't want to hear it if it's asking why we suck. <laughs> But I mean, I suppose we could discuss that if that was really what the viewer wanted to know. <laughs> we should do a critical analysis on our, of our own show. Oh, God. I think maybe we could do a 10-episode retrospective, but we're what, number eight? <laughs> <laughs> maybe the email's just, guys, I've hit rock bottom. You seem to know a lot about that. <laughs> oh, that also being said. Oh, snap. All right, what does the email say? Okay. I recently got a new job. While the pay is better, the responsibilities are less. I used to have a job equivalent to my new boss. I I see things she is doing poorly and know how to do them better. How do I tell my boss I can do her job better than her? You can't. (laughs) And why would you? Just keep your mouth shut, man. I'm sorry. Woman. I'm sorry, listener, but you just have to deal with it. Like, unless that person, like, asks for assistance, you cannot just... Challenge their authority. Throw down <laughs> the glove. You cannot tell per- like, your boss that you can do their job better than they can. You can't do it. I'm sorry. I understand your frustrations, but you can't do it. Oh, I feel this person's pain in school right now. Some of my instructors are not very good at being instructors. Oh, okay. You feel that about your teacher? Yeah. Who you because pay. I have the background. I have the foundation to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So I can see when they're doing shitty job, but I can't just be like, hey, you know how you can do your job better? <laughs> Do you want me to write your exams for you or something? That situation is a little different in that they're not your employer. They are unlikely to be able to kick you out of the program. Yeah, but they they could still be like, you have an attitude problem. I suppose. They could fail you, I suppose, for arbitrary reasons. None of them are required to have any teaching experience going in. Right. So I, in some ways, am more qualified than them. I think you are actually 100% more qualified than them. <laughs> Which is real frustrating in class sometimes. Just sometimes. Wow. Well, some of them are okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this business, they said they're getting more money, less responsibility, right? That sounds ideal. Sounds that to me is like a net win. <laughs> It does. We it talked does. About... It sounds Sorry, like a win. It sounds like a win, but I can I can still like imagine how they'd be like. I think they should just sit back and relax and just watch their boss struggle. Yeah. <laughs> Is there? Then couldn't it look good to, to the boss above their boss if they like take initiative and do some Machiavellian find ways to suggest better ways to do things? Try and become CEO of the damn company. <laughs> Hostile takeover. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about my hostile takeover plans until now. Well, you can get back at <laughs> it. 
<laughs> I think you probably like that's a more extreme route to like go above and beyond your manager's head to complain about them. Be careful about that. I don't that, mean to too. complain. I'm just. I don't think you can do that. It's like I don't think it. Like I think that just kind of looks like pardon the pardon the expression, but that's kind of just like a bitch move or a dick move or whatever you want to call it to <laughs> like, go one up above your boss and talk to that boss and be like, yeah, yeah. I can do my boss's job because then you just <laughs> it's not responsible of you. You just look like you're bragging and trying to get someone else's job. Right. Well, even if you did have good ideas, even if your points were legit and you felt like you had a solid case to get this person out or, you know, to complain to your higher ups. Um, anybody who's had a number of jobs will know that nepotism, you know, like the idea that just knowing somebody will get you a job, just knowing somebody will make sure you don't lose your job too. You know, if the boss and his boss are buddies, then you just may find yourself in a bad position if you badmouth <laughs> one of them to the other. Mm-hmm. Or then again, you don't have to badmouth them. You could phrase it in a way that doesn't belittle the current boss. Best of luck. <laughs> they just forwarding an alternate means of accomplishing a task. Hey, this works good, but we could also do this. Act like you just suddenly came up with the idea. Like, what if we do it this way? Yeah. Oh, and then you look like you're innovating when really you're just like, no, your way is stupid. I think that's the answer. Just do your job exceptionally well because you know how. Yeah. I can't quite get away from, like, less responsibility, more money. You're obviously in a great Some, position there. Sometimes, Eric, people care about their jobs. I don't understand that. <laughs> and they want to do better. Yes, sometimes less responsibility would suck. It, yeah, I mean, we've talked about jobs before. It depends on how much... Uh, self-worth or personal meaning is tied up in your job. But as far as I'm concerned, the less time you have to spend thinking about it, then the better. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. We have one more. We got two emails this week, guys. Good lord. Two? It's amazing. It's okay, amazing. Read it. That more than doubles our current record. It's infinitely more than our current record. I'm 20 and in university. Drop out. <laughs> Go to SIAS. Go to a trade oh, school. Stun me wonders. I mean, just look at me. Look at those arms. <laughs> can't say Well, you can't me. see them right now, so. Between school and work, I have trouble finding time to hang out with my friends. I feel like my friends who aren't in school are drifting away. I see through Facebook that they are hanging out quite often, and I am very rarely even invited. How do I keep friendships alive with a busy schedule? Oh, dear. You don't need friends. You get adult friends. That's the thing. That's it. Honestly, it's like, that's I when I was super busy in high school and university, you just find other people who understand what it is to be busy. And they're not upset with you for not coming to hang out. But it is hard to try and, like, deal with the losing of friendships or the loss of friendships. Wow. It's a Sunday night. Um, my <laughs> brain's not functioning. <laughs> I feel like the early 20s are really rough for friendships because before that, for the most part, you're friends because it's convenient because there are people nearby that you see every day. You don't hate. (laughs) But then you hit like after high school and you're going different places, meeting different people, not seeing them all the time. And it's a tough adjustment for some people to realize, oh, I don't have to see my friends every day and they can still be my friends. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Like you guys. Hey! We talk, like, once every couple weeks. Well, and the thing is there, I think we're a case of how it can go right. Like, we're not terribly regular with how we do the podcast here, and this is mostly how we stay in touch, but it's not a big deal if we go four weeks instead of two without talking. Still buds. 
So that's like a good way it can turn out. And uh, you certainly see it go the other way, too, where people who are who like each other an awful lot and who are perfectly, you know, compatible people, but um, just geographic distance uh, or being busy will just drift them apart. And it just is that way. And I have I have no idea what makes the difference between the two. It could have very easily, you know, could have very easily gone that way with us, where it's just like, eh, we did a couple episodes of the podcast, but then that was it. But we didn't. We kept it going. Don't know why. I I think it's impressive that we have kept it going. Yeah, I think it's a great thing. Despite Mm -hmm. the odds. (laughs) Never tell me the odds. (laughs) I watched Galaxy Quest after Uh, Alan Rickman died. Thoughts? It's great. I love it. it. Yes. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Shall we have a vote on what Alan Rickman's best movie is? No. I haven't seen enough of his movies. I think I've seen Harry Potter, Galaxy Quest, and I Heard. And those are I the vote. three I think of when I think of him. First I is vote. Galaxy Quest, though. I vote Die Hard. I think Die Hard is his best. You and Die Hard? That's <laughs> awesome. He's a bad guy. I saw him in a sort of historical fiction biopic of Rasputin. He was Rasputin. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, my God. He, yeah, he's pretty awesome. He, uh, more or less, he's like fuck you to the uh, the Tsar of Russia, and that's a great rule. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Um, I just I have to, I just have to say one thing about his death that kind of irritates me. You, it's just scrolling through Facebook and everything. I saw the posts about like, Professor Snape this and Professor Snape that, and it made me mad how people were more in love with the character with his character than with him. Mm-hmm. That just bugged me. Well, That's most, interesting. Most people these days, these millennials, only know him as Professor Snape. In a certain sense, that's how I would want to remember him, as some kind of iconic character, rather than as a human being. And now I've, uh, that sounds <laughs> like a shitty thing. That does sound like a because, like, celebrities live this weird life, right, where they're projecting constantly um, an image of themselves to the public um, and are only access to who they really are, because I think we can safely say most celebrities are putting on a performance of their personal lives or hiding their personal lives, because you can understand that. You wouldn't want the public leering in because, as, you know, the internet shows you, all that strangers have to say to you as a famous person is fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, or I love you, I love you, I want to take your picture, let me into your house. Right? <laughs> so, um, knowing them personally is not really an option, I don't think, for a lot of people. If they're like a philanthropist, they're famous for doing a lot of charity work, that's one thing. But I think the biggest legacy that an actor can leave behind, perhaps, is some character that is larger than life, who is probably a better person than they are in their personal life. You'll hear actors talk about some role that really made them. And Although Alan Rickman always played, like, dickheads. Did he? Was that his thing? For Pretty the much. most part. He was, like, the sheriff of Nottingham and, like, Robin Hood. He was, yeah. He sort of has it. that that way about him. He was him. a bad guy in Die Hard, mm-hmm. whose name I can't think of. Hans Gruberman. That's, I think you added a man at the end, but... <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> Basically, I the argument would be is that we, we don't know Alan Rickman, but we do know his characters, so that makes sense that we remember him by his characters. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with remembering him by his characters, but you also have to remember that he's not just the one character. Yes. Like, there's more to him than just Snape. And is so your it, problem that was, people remember him as Snape, not as Alan Rickman, or do you just yeah, think not, he should be remembered? Like, okay. Oh my god, Snape died Not as Alan again. Rickman. It's like, oh my god, Snape died. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, does Snape even die in the movies? No, I don't think so. Yes, he does. He does. He, gets, yes, he, he does. gets it in the end? Yeah, yeah he does. Because, guys, spoiler alert, he kills Dumbledore. Oh, no. 
Oh. Shit. Um, Eric, as I was listening to you speak, all I could think was you were so confused <laughs> when I... Blah, blah, when, blah, blah, well, blah. No, no. Well, like, I was listening to what you were saying, but I also had the thought that it's just like, you just have a wonderful voice, and like, as much as it is a weird thing to tell you on a podcast that you should have your own show, I mean, I just feel like you belong as to be as a radio personality, is what I'm mostly trying to say. First Nothing. guest. <laughs> Why don't we just make this the Eric show? <laughs> I'm not saying that you need to have, like, your own podcast. I'm just saying that, like, if you got invited to be a radio personality, I think that you should take it. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll put that little feather in my cap, and I'll think about it. We'll we'll talk to Hamilton Radio, see what we can get hooked up for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, if we can go a little further on this Alan Rickman thing. Uh, what was I thinking? <laughs> and it all falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh-oh. Somebody dies, celebrity. We didn't know them personally. We knew them through their work. Um, and whether that's fair or not fair, that's sort of what we're talking about here. Um, I think that relates to our ability to process trauma um, to people we don't know. Um, and this is visible on the news when you hear about a large number of people who died in an earthquake or something. We can understand it in a sort of abstract sense, but unless I'm the only one and I'm like a horrible, monstrous human being, it's hard to feel emotionally the numbers. If you lose somebody personally, we've all been to a funeral or two of somebody we wish hadn't died. You feel that far more personally. And the ability of humans to abstract themselves out and to really feel a personal death is sort of limited. With a celebrity, you sort of can, but you don't really know them. You know a larger-than-life image of them that's sort of like a a collage of who you think they are plus their roles and their effect on your life. So you can feel a celebrity death more than a stranger, but it's still not quite real, I don't think. Like David Bowie is another thing. People really lament the death of David Bowie because he's... Because he was so out there, right? But David Bowie was also, as I understand it, like a real performance piece. He cultivated his own public image very studiously. He was very conscious of how he wanted people to think of him. Um, so when he goes, uh, everybody's lamenting a slightly different Bowie, I think. None of oh, us really do the real him, though. That's very deep, Eric. See, see, you go deep like that, Eric, and then none of us know how to match <laughs> your depth. Like, what? <laughs> But no, we're, I mean, we're just we're just treading water here in the shallow end. I'm <laughs> on. No, but I, I I think that Eric makes a really good point, especially about like um, so many celebrities. Is just like um, I was having this discussion with people in my class, undergrads too. This is not about death, but just about celebrities in general, and like how Jennifer Lawrence. Everyone is like, oh my gosh, Jennifer Lawrence is amazing, and she's so down to earth, and she's so quirky, and it's just like you think that that is an accident. Like it's not like she told everybody. Um, whatever, I don't care what's going to happen. Her, they, you have a publicist for a reason. They mm-hmm. sit down and they talk, and you have to talk about things. And so it's this kind of like that image that she presents to the world is still calculated. Mm-hmm. That would suck having a publicist and having to act pretty much all the time. Yeah. Well, we talked about that, I think it was last time, whether one of the questions, I think in our 30 questions to fall in love was, would you want to be famous? And this relates directly to that. But what if you had someone... Who was like, you know, Matt, if you post that, it's not going to go over well. I would Someone probably to be... protect you from making stupid decisions. I would probably already be drunk, and at that point, I would just tell them to fuck off. <laughs> no, oh, dear. I will post this. You can this, this, <laughs> suck it. This podcast wouldn't exist if we had people stopping us from our bad ideas. Oh, <laughs> nice. Lay up. Oh, my God. Oh dear! Where's the I fun like, in that? 
<laughs> it's like, as you said that, like, as you're like, if we had people stopping us, we would <laughs> have podcasts. All I can think of is like the craziest conversations that we've had in the past. I'm just like, oh dear. Those conversations, it. it's just not the same. It's just not the same. Uh, people just looking... look at me like I'm crazy now. What are you talking about? <laughs> Trying to make our inside jokes. Like, what the hell? Why are you talking about the longest ride? <laughs> oh my goodness. What even is that? They should really retire that joke. It wasn't funny the first time. <laughs> it's an unstoppable juggernaut. No, that joke has to continue. It is like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> That's my thing. It's one of my favorite kinds of joke is the joke that goes way, way too far and for way too long. And if this is, if that's what this is, the longest ride thing. And the longer it goes and the more people get sick of it, just the happier I am. The yeah. longer the ride. It is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen Birdman? Uh, yeah. Yes. I'm the okay. only one who hasn't. Yeah, how have you not? I, I don't awesome. watch stuff. But, like, Michael but... Keaton was the original. Like, Michael Keaton, well, not he wasn't the original Batman, but, like, he was, like, the 90s Batman, and then Birdman is, like, essentially, like, like it's like Batman. It's almost his story in a way, right? You know, yeah. he's almost perfect for that role because it's kind of him. Yeah. Don't be, like, flicking your hands at me. <laughs> I can see you. Just you can't see me doesn't mean I can't see you sassing me with your wrists. I, I know found, you can see me. I found Birdman boring. Did you? Yeah. I, I mean, was, that's fair. I appreciate I, the way it was shot, almost yeah. as if it's just one constant scene. Yes. But beyond that, I, I didn't care about it. I thought as a writer that a lot of things would resonate with you. I think it's totally fair that the movie just didn't, wasn't your thing. Um, but there's that whole business, and this kind of relates to the celebrity culture thing that we were just talking about. Um, much is made of uh, so Michael Keaton's daughter, or her character. can't remember her name or anything, but she has this long speech to her dad about the struggle to stay relevant because Michael Keaton's character is putting on this very obscure stage adaptation of a ooh, somebody's short story. I can't remember his name, but stage adaptation of an old short story. But it's and like he's trying he... to create great art, right? Yes, yes. And she is like, uh, this is not how you do it. All you're doing is putting on a show for a bunch of rich white people who only care about it to the extent that they're going to go out for coffee afterwards and talk about it. And that in the real world, on Facebook and YouTube and all the rest at the fast pace of culture. People are fighting every single second to stay relevant and you're just not in that fight. And how do you feel about that? Did that strike you at all? Did that resonate? I don't think you need to be in that fight. It doesn't matter. That's how Miley Cyrus happens. (laughs) (laughs) Fighting to stay relevant? Yeah. Yeah, see? That's the flaw in it. Deep. Mm -hmm. No, that is true because then it's like you also hear about celebrities who like pull stuff when they need publicity. Yeah. Like Christian Bale freaking out or um like because of somebody dropped a light near him or uh Kirsten Stewart and Robert Pattinson breaking up and then getting back together right when the Twilight saga and me there's like things like that that it's like it happens so timely in front of when something needs publicity, good or bad, people still yeah. go to go see it. So you're thinking those things are pretty carefully crafted from behind the scenes? I think they're carefully crafted to make it look like they have nothing to do with publicity. Yeah. And knowing the human brain to be like, people will be like, oh, well, now I'm curious about it. Mm-hmm. And so, but then I also think that, I know, I think that now there is like a huge struggle about seeing relevant. And I think that's why so, like every single celebrity has to have a Twitter account 
because it's just like you need to be updating things constantly. Yeah. Well, so and they, what kind of stuff? That's that's the weirdest part to me. You know, they're just going to be spouting this opinion or that opinion. It's strange to me that people want to know that stuff about musicians and writers and artists. And so many of them, are like, like you said, Eric, are just like they follow their people, they follow celebrities on Twitter and then just either berate them or tell them that they love them. Like right. there's been so many times where I've been on Instagram and I'll see a celebrity post something and then it's like 7,000 comments in. Somebody's like, I just want you to know that you saved my life. And it's like, do you really think this celebrity has read 7,000 comments to see yours? Because their 36th comment was that somebody told them to go die. I don't know right. if they made it past 7,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should see the replies Donald Trump gets on Twitter. Sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> I never follow celebrities on social media because I don't care what they had for breakfast. And that's me, like, too. I wouldn't want to follow them. I wouldn't want to have a Facebook or a Twitter page. All I want to know is when your next album drops. Yeah. Eric. Come on, Zane. We Let us know. <laughs> yeah, geez, man. I've been waiting here like a year. On the subject of, you know, celebrity Twitters and whatnot, I'm just not sure what it is you can learn about a celebrity that will really improve your opinion of them. Because I get sort of disappointed when I learn, like, personal life facts about this or that musician. I really get disappointed when I hear about what made them write a song or something. Like, the inspiration behind this song was something I read on a can of soup or whatever. It really annoys <laughs> me. So I go out of my way to avoid stuff like that. And that's the kind of stuff that people want to hear about, or so I gather, when celebrities talk about themselves and their work i don't get it i think it's yeah. interesting because i think that people are split in like wanting to know and not wanting to know because some people want it to just mean what it means to them and other people want clarification i think because sure. either they yeah. want to know that it it means exactly what they thought it means or to feel a connection to the celebrity and to be like why did you do this because mm -hmm. i want to know where you were at so that i can feel closer to you like i understand where your mind is okay I've had two separate accounts on social media where I have been following musicians that I enjoy listening to, and then I've had to just forget about them entirely when I realized that through their Twitter posts, they're just terrible people. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, wow, you are really a piece of work. Um, I honestly don't think I can listen to your music knowing that. Oh, jeez. See, that's, that's troubling, too. You don't want to have to deal with that. Somebody's political yeah. beliefs, like people were boycotting that uh, Ender's Game movie because Orson Scott Card was, I don't i don't know a whole lot, but he was thought to be like, a, uh, what was he, a homophobe? Yeah, homophobia was, was his thing. He made some comment or something. People were boycotting the film because of it. And there's there was a debate around that about whether that's legitimate, you know? That, you boycott a film. No, that was years ago, and I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. Here's a thing on that. It's weird when companies take, like, stances on stuff, because if you support their stance, you're like, oh, yeah, right on them. And then if you don't, you get pissed off at them for, like, your company. You don't have to have a stance on this. Right. Just sell Isn't me there chicken sandwiches. There's a noodle company. There's, like, a pasta company that came out. Something God said. I think it was another homophobic thing. <laughs> and... I don't know. Like, why would you get yourself into that trouble? Oh, Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A is what I'm thinking of. Might have been. Chick-fil-A came out and they were like, we don't believe in, what was it? I think they were homophobic. Homophobic and I think they're transgendered. Yeah. Phobic. They were judgmental Why would you on that? go there? Because that, that's right. You can't have a net positive there. But then Oreo came out and they had like a rainbow of cookie colors and they're like, yay, gay people. And I was like, yeah, go Oreo. <laughs> you're the best. But Chick-fil-A is also just standing up for what they believe. I suppose. And just because I yeah, disagree but, doesn't mean... But they're on the... 
They're on the right side, were you going to say? They're on the wrong this side of history serious. on that one, I think. I think you're right in that the I culture think... is moving more towards the Oreo side of things rather than the Chick-fil-A side of yes, things. Yes, but Chick-fil-A does not realize they're on the wrong side yet. This is true. Just yeah. trying to stay relevant. <laughs> That's all it really <laughs> is. I th- it's like, you know what? Everyone's coming out supporting the gays. <laughs> we got to be different. We need to be on the front page, top of mind. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> Were any of you guys big David Bowie fans? I wasn't really. I didn't know no. a lot about him. I knew one song. Yeah. I wasn't that really song was Queen. Fan, but I had so many people be like, wow, yeah, I can't believe he's gone. He changed my sure. life. And I was like, wow. Do you think they changed his life before he died? Or did they jump on the bandwagon of, wow, no, he's so per- influential this, to me? This person was older. Okay. This person was like a, this person was a teacher. And so I do truly believe that when she was in her youth, David Bowie did save her life. <laughs> well, I think this stuff hits you after they're gone, you know. Um, it's it's one thing, liking an artist and waiting for their next album, and it's quite another when you realize there will never be another one. So it probably Ooh. shakes you up, right? So, so true. It's probably not a whole lot of bandwagon, bandwagon jumping, but a whole lot of people realizing, hey, he was sort of important to me, at least in some kind of way, and there's never going to be another one. There's something so final about that that it hits you. I'm just going to lie down, guys. <laughs> Don't worry about you, it. You, I could see you lying down before, but for the last little bit, you've just been frozen on mine. <laughs> <laughs> you look so like a, you, good. You look like you're on a YouTube video doing like a candid thing. He's like, what up, what's up, guys? I'm feeling a little blue today. I wanted to talk to you <laughs> about vlogging. anxiety or whatever. <laughs> vlogging is so pointless. When one of them gets real. <laughs> Okay. This seems stupid. This seems so stupid coming from me. But it's like, I can't stand when they just... It's like, here, come with me on my day. We're going to go shopping and shit. I enjoy watching YouTubers when they actually do stuff. Like, well, even if it's just playing video games and yeah. commenting, like I find that quite humorous. As long as they're doing something. Or trying to cross a paddling pool in a inflatable rowboat without oars. <laughs> <laughs> or that, there's always the old classic. <laughs> yeah, it's when they just don't do anything. That, like... Matthew, maybe you should vlog on our YouTube channel. Yeah, I that, should I? I hey, YouTube. <laughs> Hello, world. <laughs> that would be a quiet blog. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, um, I'm just going to watch some Breaking Bad. You can watch with um, me. You can watch with me. I'm just going to make myself a snack. I'll be right back. <laughs> I really I like to put mayo on my bread. <laughs> I don't understand reaction videos. Oh, yeah, that's weird, eh? Like, when people, like, film themselves watching a YouTube video and just their reaction. I don't YouTube understand. YouTube section. It just boggles my mind. I had to try and show, I was trying to show somebody a video, and I couldn't find the original video. And so, I we had to watch a reaction video, and I was just like, what is the point of this? <laughs> Why? And yet, I participated in him having a hit on that video, which was upsetting to me. <laughs> Yeah, that is weird. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. It's one thing when it's like a a scare video, if there's a jump scare on it and you want to see somebody who gets scared, you're like, yeah, and you're like, ah, they got scared. But if it's just them reacting to a video and like, oh man, I totally disagree with this. No, no, no. It's just just, just dumb. It was just laughing super loudly. Oh, okay. 
I was like, is it? okay, whatever. With the, you mentioned jump scares, and I, that just got me thinking, now, because of my childhood, anytime someone's like, here, come check out this video, I expect a jump scare. Oh, what happened <laughs> to you? No <laughs> what happened? What was Dude, this seminal experience? Bad times, man. Bad scene. Bad times. Bad times. <laughs> the way that you say that is like in that scene from The Emperor's New Groove when it says like, I threw off the Emperor's Groove. And then he's like shaking and walking away being like, beware the groove. <laughs> That's what you sound like. It's a bad scene, man. <laughs> so Matt. Hi. God. <laughs> you could not perform a better response than your off-the-cuff awkward responses. Those are just magic. Did, uh, in... <laughs> <laughs> See, you couldn't script this stuff if you wanted to. <laughs> and we've tried. Does it count as trying to script it if we just came in with a list of topics to discuss? Does that count? No. No. We haven't actually tried. I just mean, like, Matt's off-the-cuff stuff, where it's like I say, hey, Matt, and he's like, hi! <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl, hey. I like that one. Oh, uh, that guy annoyed me so much. Which guy? Ryan Gosling. Oh, is that a thing? I was unaware yeah. hey, of that thing. Hey, he'd always be like, hey, girl, it's okay. <laughs> And his face was everywhere with that, hey girl. He's like, no. Yeah, like, he's also a really good actor, though. Yeah. Like, Have you seen A Place Beyond the Pines? Have you nope. seen Drive? No. Nope. I've seen Matthew, like, one if you movie haven't of seen, Matthew, if you haven't seen Drive, I'm incredibly surprised. I haven't. Oh. I watch movies. I watch like, the what? same five movies over and over again. <laughs> well, I suggest Star Wars? Okay. <laughs> How many times the have you seen the new Star Wars? And that, only three times. <laughs> I've ran out of people to go with. Qualified that with only. Have we all seen it? Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. okay. Ran out of people to see it with. Go by yourself. Make new friends. I'm not going to be that guy. You're not making new friends in a movie theater. Do you have... You're not making new friends in a movie theater. <laughs> That's true. If you try, you're you're a weird guy. Like, That's the thing, too, don't at talk a grocery to me. store. Like, uh, Matt and I worked at grocery stores. And I don't know if you saw this, Matt, but you would see... I would see people sometimes who were being a little more friendly than uh, was at least socially normal. And you could sort of sense that it was a reaching out kind of thing, like, I'm a lonely old person or... I'm just a lonely human and I'm looking for some contact but they were definitely uh, the like talkative old people sure do, do people actually try and pick people up at the grocery store I've you see that. it and it's especially sort of sad looking because you know that they've sort of run out of options you know they're just trying and it's it's sort of sad because it's not how it works what's <laughs> the etiquette for an employee to try and pick up a customer i don't Ooh. think you can That's I, think it has to, I think it has to be the other way around <laughs> there's like a law against this no well, but every it's... female i talked to at our undisclosed workplace has had that case where yeah. some customer has tried you know and it's it's immensely awkward i don't know why people think it would work but it's only harassment if it's unwanted right kathleen <laughs> as she oh said oh my that, god <laughs> Is this a position she has taken in the past? We had this discussion a long time ago. Why did we have that discussion? <laughs> I don't know. I remember yelling that phrase as I ran up the stairs. 
<laughs> yelling it. Because oh remember, Just, like kids. as the cops chase you up the stairs. <laughs> what was it? What? Was, oh my god, that's gonna bug me now. <laughs> I remember saying that and being like, because we were having a discussion about it. I remember telling you that I had seen a joke about that on Saturday Night Live once, but I don't think that was actually my position. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. That brings back a half memory, and now it's going to bu- bug me. Those half memories, they really bug a, they bug a brother. Seriously, like the other day I couldn't remember Christopher Lee's last name. Oh. <laughs> Killed me when I found out. <laughs> it's only three letters? God damn. Seriously, I was like, oh, my God, what's his name? I was like, his first name is Christopher, and I can't remember his last name. Oh, my God. And then somebody looked it up, and it was Lee, and I was like, damn it! <laughs> So basically, you cannot, as an employee, hit on customers. I think not that wise. it is not. I don't think it's done. I think that because then there could be a complaint. This like is it's, true. It's easier for when a customer is hitting on an employee for the employee to sort of like just kind of brush it off to the side and deal with it on their own time. But when an employee hits on a customer, that customer, if it is unwanted, could then complain to management. Although then you look at like the restaurant industry or bars where waitresses in particular are encouraged to flirt a little bit. Yeah, that's true. This is true. If you try and pick up people as an employee, what if they're a repeat customer and after that it's just awkward? That's, um, that's the way it is. Risk. Yeah. Yep. I think that's, that's just, don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> just don't do it. How crazy is it, by the way, that servers can make under minimum wage because they get tips? Uh, Isn't that only in the States for one? It's, it is in the States. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, still crazy, maybe, maybe it's changed because I've talked to people who've done a lot of serving and they talk about it years ago. They were servers and then it was that way. Maybe it's changed since and I hope so. It might still be. Completely I think weird. it's still that way in the States. It's still that, that is... way in the States, which is why it is expected that you tip more in the States. Ah, I see. But it's... that is why I would not be a server because my tips would be like 50 cents. Oh, dude. <laughs> you just like barely talk to them. It's like, what do you want? Yeah. Okay, here's food. Yeah. If, you want if food? You... If you flex the arms once or twice, you'll get... You'll Go get work at the, the dude version of Hooters. <laughs> What's that, guns? <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm, a good joke. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's actually called Tallywhackers. Oh, well. oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. How do you look in a banana hammock, Matthew? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is one of those questions that doesn't have a real good answer, Matthew. What are you going to say? Uh, scared to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Okay, guys, I'm really sorry, but I have to go. Oh, snap. I know, I'm really sorry. Whatevs. Ouch, that hurts, Matthew. Maybe we'll just go on without you. If you need to, that's totally understandable, and I won't hold it against you. We got an outro, Kathleen, and we got a longest ride all the way Uh, home. Yeah. Do you want me to do the outro, since it's my fault that I have to leave? Yes, that sounds fun. Okay, (laughs) then let me clarify this again. S M C B T C B T and I always mess it up and say S M B C T is that what I do? Something like that. S M B C T. No, S M C B T. Right. It's really funny when you do it though. So okay, and you, can, you can keep right on doing that. Here we go. And thank you everybody for listening to Super Magic Combo Break Time. No, the way that I always screwed up is I always say Super Combo Magic Break Time. I forget right. that the M comes first. That's how I always screwed up. Yep. Today I'm correct though. Super Magic <laughs> Combo Break Time. Um, if you would like to participate, 
as we had listeners do already, you can email us at smcbt at gmail.com. Podcast yes. at... Oh, smcbt podcast at gmail.com. Or you can look at us on Twitter. And I can't remember our Twitter handle, except I think that it's at smcbt podcast. 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 Again, that makes total sense. <laughs> 100% that's logic right there. That's logos. That's coming to you straight, friends. That's, that's some branding. Um, and yeah, and you could also show us some love on SoundCloud. Listen to some of our other ones. Trainwreck episode apparently hasn't done that well, but I promise you we tried our best. But Eric's <laughs> voice is too sultry. Oh, <laughs> it gets us our listens. Um, but for those of you who are listening, uh Please remember to check out The Longest Ride, which is now on Netflix. Uh, who's in that one again, Matthew? Oh, you hit me for us, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first stop on The Longest Ride. What do you got? Um, I got nothing. Oh, okay, I'll come back to you. You fell off. This is why you don't get the <laughs> Okay, I'll come back to you. All right, and make sure to check out The Longest Ride, which is now on Netflix with, I believe, four stars. And in it is Eric. Who is Bastards it? Bastards and a field of squids. <laughs> Perfect. Um, please check out The Longest Ride now on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it's got like four stars on its rating. And who's in that one again, Matt? I believe it's David Bowie and Alan Rickman. <laughs> Ooh, topically insensitive. <laughs> All right. And I was Matthew, thinking those you... guys. And I was like, nah, oh. nah, nah. Matthew, worry, are you Matt's ready? Matt's there to hit the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Matthew, are you ready? Um, no, but go. Okay, and make sure to check out The Longest Ride, which is now on Netflix, and I believe it has, like, four stars. Who's in that one again, Matthew? Not me in a banana wrap. (laughs) 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 Am I? I mean, I don't know. Just gotta give people what they want. Oh. (laughs) Oh, boy. Does somebody want to ask me? Oh, yeah, someone should do that. (laughs) Yeah, it's gotta happen. Do we have to do the whole outro thing, like an alternate version? Just no, the just the longest, ride the longest ride part. No, okay. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. And <laughs> stop laughing. I can't say it for now. Stop laughing. It makes me laugh. <laughs> stop laughing. That's how I'm going to my life. Oh, we oh lost Matt. We broke Matt. Oh. <laughs> He's broken. He's dead. He can't deal with it. The voices are too much. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. We really did. <laughs> well, we have fun. That's all that matters. When you're That's laughing, true. it's the thing that makes me laugh. <sighs> okay. That, I think it's really funny when you laugh that hard. <laughs> It's the only thing that brings me happiness anymore is knowing I can make people laugh. <laughs> you put a gun up to his face and you say, laugh, motherfucker, laugh. Okay, I must go, so you're going to have to choose between the ones that you guys have. All right, okay. All right, folks, uh, check out The Longest Ride. It's got surprisingly good reviews on Netflix. Who is in it, Kathleen? 
I believe it stars a vicious debate between a lightsaber and an experienced vibrator. <laughs> experienced. Okay, I gotta go, guys. Okay. What a send off. Right on, dude. Okay, bye. Bye, bye Kathleen. Bye.